Welcome to Date Night. I'm Will. And I'm Amy. And we've been married for 13 years. 13 long years. Yeah, and after all those long years, we felt like we needed some adventure in our marriage. So every couple of weeks, we send our kids out of the house to the sitter's house. And we go upstairs to the playroom. Yep, and we clear off the table. And we explore a whole new world together. Just the two of us. And me, your best buddy and longest role-playing companion. Yep, and Mike. And me, your favoritest nephew. And our nephew. Your favoritest nephew. Our favoritest nephew, Sam. And, of course, a mysterious force from beyond the veil, also known as your half-niece-in-law, Eva. Yeah, and our whatever Eva is to us. (laughs) (laughs) And we play... Dungeons and Dragons. Last time on Date Night. That's the real legacy of Akagi Fellblade, an orc warchief, my brother, and somebody I wish to die with in battle. Mortals will heal this land. And he says, there's a stone of undying in the foothills of Three Lands Peak. Somewhere the raven tree is suffering. I don't want to suffering. fight again. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. I'm Kira. What is your name, Dor? Victor. Victor? Yes. Okay. You're going to have to find somebody who can, who can cleanse that stone. It's all downhill from here. I don't believe that. As you get to the tree, you actually see the hedge has closed in <clears throat> um, in the place where you could normally get through. You see a glimpse of an orc going over the top from the outside of the hedge, going in, sort of scrambling over, and getting cut up by the thorns. And it looks like a Kagi. No! No! <laughs> um, from inside the hedge again, you start <clears throat> hearing shouting from Winston and Baba, and a green flame blasts a hole sort of through the hedge, just large enough that you could see through. You can see Akagi there. He's undead, but still pretty imposing in his sort of samurai warrior stance, and a foe bearer glowing with smoky green infernal flames flickering in sort of his cold, dead eyes. But you could sort of see Sator look over at him and say, Brother... No. But he already looks really weak and defeated. Akagi chops down with this blade on Sator and slices into his stomach and his guts kind of start spilling out um, toward the root of the raven tree. And Akagi is reaching for this stone that uh, Sator drops and starts tumbling across the ground. But Winston kind of does a croquet move on it with his club and knocks it out of the hedge in that spot where you've been making the hole larger. And the fire's been sort of burning it out, making it a little wider gap. And the uh, Akagi sort of bursts through the hedge where that hole is. So make a dexterity save as he comes blasting out. As you've kind of been peeking in there. (laughs) Nineteen. One. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as he blasts through the the hole in the hedge, uh, Dern, you take six uh, bludgeoning damage. And you see now... Uh, Akagi sort of going for that stone, but he's pretty close to where you guys are, and we're gonna have to roll some initiative again. Eight. Eight. I'm higher. Your dex is higher. So, nine. I have an eight over here for for Akagi, too. My dex is 15. Pretty sure Akagi's dex is higher than mine. Pretty sure he might be higher than me. Uh, yeah. So it's gonna be... Kalman, Akagi, Kira. Is he at full health? Dern, and... He's Akagi. Maybe, maybe. 84 million health. His, okay. his health knows no bounds. So, Kalman, um... Oh, man, I used up all my good spells! Uh, he's going to try and just, uh... Hit this thing with a magic stone since he was standing back a little bit further still. Do you think poison would work on him? That's going to be a hit for his magic stone. Well, I don't know how undead work in D&D. <laughs> so he deals eight damage with his stone as he smacks Akagi 
upside the head with it. Um, Akagi is going to... Attack him back, not us. Go for Dern with his... Uh, Hit the NPCs! Hit the NPCs! Flaming sword. Um, Alright. That's a crit. So, he slices down with this uh, flaming sword and does 18 slashing damage. Oh my god. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. I think he already rolled a fail on that. Now that I'm at four. (laughs) I rolled a two. Okay. Um... You also take my dice is my dice are, are are just betraying me today. Ten necrotic damage. I'm unconscious. No, I went from twenty eight to to negative four. No, what did you say? Six. Uh, I think I said eight. Eight. So I went from I went from twenty eight health to negative four in like half a turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> then uh, that happens when. Big baddies crit. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Kira, roll a wisdom saving throw as Akagi glares at you with his infernally green eyes. 20? Okay. It's scary, but you're all right. Well, I just saw him take him out, so yes, I'm a little scared. I'm scared, too, and I'm unconscious. Okay, Kira. It's your turn. Can I heal him and still attack? No, that would be your turn if you throw your cure wounds, but you'll have your... Paladin back up. <laughs> that's your call. But that's your action. Um, from the unconscious pile of shiny armor on the ground, would you be offended if I tried to hurt him a little bit? No, I understand. Okay. Has he taken any damage yet? No. Okay. Oh, yes. 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 Yay, Calman, Calman. Calman Rock. Okay. Calman, yeah. <laughs> so he, he mows through our tank in a single swipe, but don't worry, fair viewers. I hit him Calman with a rock! Hit him with a rock. <laughs> okay, I'm going to attack him with my bee stingers. Use a rock! <laughs> I have one, but no. I'm going to use my poison stingers. <laughs> good. By the way, your guys' magic stones, when Kalman leaves, they, they turn back to regular stones. So, so you I don't, don't even have, have a magic stone anymore. Magic. I just have a so, rock. So we're just carrying around useless and rocks? Until he hands you new ones, which he has to make with cantrips, yes. Well, now I feel silly for leaving these shiny rocks on the table. <laughs> okay, so I'm still going to hit Akagi and pray to Jesus. What are you hitting him with? My bee stingers. Oh, okay. Okay, I don't hit him with that hand. Or that hand. So, you sure? What were your... Uh, six and five. With? Plus four. Okay. <laughs> Close. Uh, you, he's just sort of parries out of the way again with his uh, sword, but luckily doesn't break your bee stingers. Um, Winston is next, since Dern's unconscious. Winston comes out of the uh, hedge. Baba Yaga, come and throw some spit leaves on Dern. Yeah. Or Winston, come pee on me. (laughs) (laughs) Winston sees the state of the paladin and casts Golden Shower. (laughs) 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 Which does 1d8 of healing. Which is one. It heals you for a one. <laughs> so I get peed on. I really didn't even love that much. <laughs> so, um, basically, his healing is not working so great right now since he still has not fully recovered from the blight. I think that's probably as useful as someone actually just peed. <laughs> you smell in your dream. You start dreaming of asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Ganoush comes running out of the hedges. Well, she comes waddling out of the hedges, and she makes it about halfway toward um, Dern laying on the ground at this point. And it's Kalman's uh, turn. Kalman <clears throat> uh, is going to run up beside uh, Kira so that he can get his advantage of, of being next to one of his allies and attack with his short swords. And he hits with his main hand and misses with his offhand. 
and he deals uh, six damage as he slices his sword across Akagi's leg. Okay? Um, it's Akagi's turn now. I don't want to die! He's going to make an attack at Hira. Oh, I told you, I don't want to die! Um, that's going to be a 16. I told you, I don't want to die! Against that hits? Yes. Yeah, that hits. 12 damage. Um, please make a wisdom saving throw. Please make the saving throw. 17 plus 320. Okay, after he hits you, you watch this sort of necrotic green icker form up around you, and you sort of just will it away with your good, strong ranger will. <laughs> uh, now, let's see. He's going to glare at Kalman. And Kalman makes his wisdom save, so... That was kind of scary, Kalman says. <laughs> what, what happened to you? Okay, your name's Will, with my strong <laughs> ranger Will. <laughs> and then and then he's going to glare at Kalman, so then I just imagine... <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. He had a demonic eyebrow, devilish eyebrow. Swear to me. But Kalman <laughs> uh, survived the, the glare and didn't run away. Kira, it's your turn. Uh, I guess beasting or slash again. Okay. No, really, I'm alright. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need... Oh, you didn't make a death throw. save. You gotta do that for your last 17. turn. You have one success. Okay. Kira. Beasting or slashes? Cure wounds. I'll change it. Okay. Poof. <laughs> uh, Nine. Okay, I'm back up. Alright, and you're back up, because it's your turn. Uh, I'd like to lay on hands, okay. so that's another 15. Okay. So, 15 plus 6 is 21. Alright, Winston, do you need any more water? What? <laughs> <laughs> No, let's save the, let's save some more fun for later. Cringingly <laughs> accept a bottle he, if he, he offers it. He winks at you. <laughs> Jesus. He doesn't have a bottle. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So Winston um, tries to swing at Akagi with his club, but you see he's not very steady on his trunk feet, um, and he kind of swings wide of Akagi. Uh, Baba Ganoush waddles toward um, you, Kira, and she spits on some leaves and heals you for three damage as she puts them over um, that spot where Akagi slashed with his sword. Kalman uh, makes an attack again uh, with his short swords, and this time he hits with both. He'll get his sneak attack. So he hits with his main hand with his sneak attack for 9 damage as he cuts a little slice again out of Akagi and then with his offhand he hits for 3 damage just sort of pokes him with it and it's Akagi's turn again Not me again um, Kira Okay. He takes a swipe at you with that flaming It's, it's your turn <laughs> Faux bearer sword that's a 22. That's a hit. 10 damage. As he cuts you. And make a wisdom save, please, as some uh, necrotic energy forms around you. Okay, that was a 1. Okay, you just breathe it in this time. <laughs> like, that looks good. And you take 9 necrotic damage. And my turn to collapse on the ground. Okay. Um, so Kira falls prone on the ground unconscious. And uh, uh, he glares at you, Dern. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. Three. Okay, you are currently frightened. You have disadvantage on your attacks, and you are unable to move toward Akagi. And he makes his own Winston water. And you are unable to attack Akagi. You can do other things. Um, you can make a wisdom... Uh, no, you may not make a wisdom save, and this ends the end of Akagi's next turn. So you can act on your turn, but you cannot attack him. Okay. 
and you're at disadvantage on ability checks. That's what I wrote. Uh, it would be Kira's turn, so make a death save, Kira. Two. Alright, that's one failure. Dern, now it's your turn. Uh, cure wounds on Kira. Okay. I don't know why I'm rolling my dice. You roll a D, whatever D. your healing is. Yeah. It's five. Okay. Are you conscious? <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, Winston's <clears throat> gonna hit you up then, Kira. So Winston comes over and sprinkles you for six asparagus pea healing. Wow. Well, I'm alive now. At least it's effective now. this time. So the first thing you see when you wake up <laughs> is a steady stream on your face. Um, Baba Ganoush attempts to run away at this point. Right? And it is Kalman's turn. I do not blame her. Um... Kalman's going to try the same double attack with short swords. And he hits with his offhand for eight damage, including a sneak attack. So he stabs into Akagi pretty good. Akagi pulls his sword back this time and tries to grapple one of you. That is Winston. So basically... Winston's going to have to do a contest uh, with the Kagi. That's the same. Okay, so Akagi goes to try to lift Winston off the ground, and Winston digs his roots deeply into the, gr- uh, deeply into the earth and sort of holds steady there. Um, just by sort of being grappled with the, his hands around his neck, he takes a little bit of necrotic uh, damage, but he looks like he's still all right. As much as he was before, anyway. Um, and Akagi attempts to... Let's see, he's glared at all of you at this point. Mm-hmm. Kalman. So, if you if you passed it, you're immune to that, that glare for now on. So he's going to glare at Winston as he has him around the throat. And Winston says, you can't frighten me, I've seen worse. Oddly enough, our paladin is the only one that you can frighten. <laughs> Kira, it's your turn. Maybe I'll hit him with the Bee Stingers this time. Okay. Yep. 20. Yep. And 15. They both hit. Woohoo. Wasn't, wouldn't this be one your your Titan... I forgot what it's called. The Titan Killer thing? Colossus Slayer. Didn't you already hit him with that? or, are you, or That's or, every time. Oh, all right. If they're below max health, she gets to roll yep. that extra damage. Okay, that's a 3. So what's your <clears throat> damage that you're hitting with your main hand? Uh, that would be a six plus poison. How much poison does it do? 3d6. Okay. Or 1d6 if he rolls a save. What's he got to save? He has to roll an 11 or better. He does. So roll 1d6. Two. He will take one. He is resistant to poison. Okay. But he took your other damage, so you really stabbed him, impaled him with the bee stinger in his chest. And the other one? Yep, and with your offhand. Six damage plus two is eight. And then poison again? Yeah. Um, 17, so okay. roll one d6. Three. So that's round down usually. That's one more damage from the poison. Okay. Dern, you're up. You just saw Kagi get sort of stabbed twice with these bee stingers, and he looks pretty mad. Am I, am I still afraid? Um, or am I stopped? No, the down? end of his last turn, you lost the fear. You're back to acting as normal. Oh, okay. Uh, thunderous Smite. Okay. So, that's... 9, 13, 15 hits. Hits. And then I need to roll the weapon damage 6 with 10. And then 2d6. 2. Another 3 damage. So, 13? <coughs> yeah, 13. Alright. Plus, plus a knockback. Okay, so you smash him through that big hedge of. Vine, or of uh, thorns 
and he gets cut up a little bit by that too, and he breaks a bunch of them, and he comes down on his back on the other side of those inside the um, uh, hedge. Uh, it's Winston's turn. He just kind of stands there and digs his roots in deeper. Calvin uh, rushes over toward uh, Akagi to go and try and stab him and realizes he looks like he's unconscious, but he starts stabbing him anyway. Okay. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, it would be Akagi's turn, but he does not get up. So it's your turn, Kira. Walk over with swords at the ready since my bee stingers okay. were left in him. He does not move. Should I poke him? You should stab him in the head. As much as I hate to say that about my beloved character, you should <laughs> stab him in the head. All right, I'll stab him in the head. Well, this is a different universe. Right. <laughs> okay, you don't have to roll. You can just sort of stab him through the head and kind of... I rolled a 19. Well, that, that, that would do it. Um, he, he doesn't look like he's getting up anymore. And you're out of combat. Okay. Winston is basically shambling over in your direction. Baba uh, is peeking back around the corner. Um, Sator. Sator is at the base of the tree, and his guts have pretty well spilled out, and you see he does not look like um, he's getting back up. Real quick, I want to use my last spell slot and do another cure wounds on her, just because she's only got like three health, so okay. five. Okay. And I'll do the same for Sator. <clears throat> okay. It does. You watch your cure wounds, basically, uh, how it usually works. You can see this kind of light come out of your hands and envelop the person. You see it sort of get near him, and it just sinks into the earth at the base of the raven tree. Um, he says, I appreciate it, but I- I'm finished. Um, everything I have left is going to the tree. Dern and Kira, you have saved our village, um, but you have to promise me that you will end this blight. How? I, We're open to suggestions. I don't know. Um, talk. Winston probably knows more about the blight than anybody in our village at this point. Ask him, he says. Um, and uh, Fury and Rickmash sort of come over. She's sort of uh, actually being carried by Rickmash, who's uh, and Melon Man is with him. Looks like maybe Melon Man has sort of revived Rickmash in some way. Um, and they're sort of stumbling in, and Sator says, Rickmash, um... Please forgive those who returned to the village. Um, They didn't leave out of any sort of animosity, but necessity, out of the failure of of an old man, he says. And and Fury says to him, "Um, You failed no one, uncle. Without you, there would be no orcs on Lamoche to stand against this darkness. And Rikmash says, If anyone has earned the long rest with countless victories and enduring faith, it's you, friend. And Sator says, Winston, I have things to ask of you. I know we're new friends, but I trust you, and more importantly, he points sort of up at the tree, she trusts you. Um, I need you to watch over her. And Winston just kind of nods and like she was my own sapling orc. And uh, Sator says, and I have one other burden that I need to pass. Um, It's one that's been mine for a long time. Um, And Winston says, yes. And he says, no, uh, Wode, you have the burden of the raven, but this burden of the thorns is even greater. And Fury says, um, I, I know I'm talking a lot for a lot of different characters. Fury says, uh, pass it to me, uncle. I am the blood of your blood. I'm, I'm able to bear it. And 
Sator smiles for the first time that you've seen him smile in a while, and he says, I've no doubt that uh, of that. No one doubts the strength of Cain Fury show. You give your uncle much to be proud of, but you have a different task. And he touches her stomach, and he says, You bear the first child of the resurrected village of Raventree. And Rick Mash looks at Fury, sort of like he didn't really know that this was the case, um, Fury sort of blushes and says, uh, did the Raven Tree tell you this? And Sator says, no, it was nothing so mystical. It was an old woman who couldn't keep, keep her toothless maw shut. And you hear kind of Baba laugh from the other side of the tree, um, in between tears. You also see, um, Fury's mother step in between the, uh, hedges like she's been standing there for a while as well listening from the other side and she says I'll take I'll take the burden brother and Sator stops smiling and he pauses nods and kind of sighs sadly and he says yes sister yes and I'm so sorry and you watch the thorn tattoos on Sator's arm start to snake to life undulating across his arms um, they look like black ink as they drip downward from his fingers and into the earth um, when they leave his body he seems to grow younger so quickly and more vibrant but he takes one full breath like some great weight has been lifted off of his shoulders and he passes to the next place to that great rest his blood pools at the roots of the raven tree and you see the tree starting to grow um, green again. Um, his sister is holding the stone, and it's still black. She goes and hands it, uh, puts it in Sator's arms, sort of across his belly where his blood is. Um, and you watch sort of the stone turn back to like a bright and vivid color as well. Uh, the tree blooms with gorgeous white blossoms, though it's not even the right season for it to be blooming. And the ground around the tree and the thorny hedges all grow green and alive again. But it stops at that small thorny barrier. The rest, that grayness, is still there beyond it. When you look back to Fury's mother... You see the burden is on her like a heavy pack on her back. She's got new, deeper and downturned wrinkles where there were once smiling crow's feet around her eyes. And she tears the sleeves off of her kimono and you can see thorn tattoos have grown there, sort of matching the patterns that her brother had carried for so long. That mark that ties her fate and her strength to the life of the land. A resolve dawns on her tired face. Uh, her child cries nearby, and Fury goes and comforts her sister. Um, Fury's mother, Alani, stretches out her arm, and thorns begin weaving back on the damaged hedgerow where Akagi got basically busted through by that smite, and they come back together around the tree. She says, This is our village, not the blights, not the undeaths, not the black hands. With my brother's burden, I will protect it. And she turns back around um, and goes, instead of uh, instead of going back away to where all the other huts are, she goes towards Sator's hut. And the rest of you are just kind of standing around the tree. Um, the roots of the raven tree sort of start coming out of the ground and slowly pulling uh, Sator kind of down in there, as well as the uh, stone that's sort of in his stomach. And that's pretty much it. The rest of you are just kind of there, and all the uh, people who are standing around, Winston and Rickmosh and Fury and Baba and Melon Man, are all just silent. Okay. <laughs> we need to build a fire... Burn everything that's dead, and then we can take a long rest. <laughs> I think a rest would 
do us all well. Your journey in particular has been long and fraught with peril. But seriously, fire. <laughs> so you just start burning stuff? I mean, First not, we got a pile of Not random up. things, but yes, the, yeah. the, 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 the things that were dead. All right, so Rick Mosh says, I'll, Rick Mosh says, I'll go and I'll pile up the bones and Akagi too. Um, Sato always said they'd die in battle together, but I don't think he meant it like this. Um, I'll go pile them up and burn them. You rest. The raven tree's alive. And Winston says, the land is someplace between life and death. It's a task incomplete, but no longer as pressing as it was before. No longer so dire that the tree will end in hours like it would have. Put your roots down here in the green grass around the raven tree, he says. And sleep deep and stay here with us at, at least for tomorrow before you decide what to do next. I think maybe by then, in this good green earth, I will again be strong when the sun shines on me in the morning. Okay? About eight. So, long rest. Yep. Okay! Oh, forgot he was there. Did something happen? <laughs> I was looking for some more rocks. <laughs> I'm actually, on that, I'm going to give my little rock back to... Winston. Oh, boy! Uh, so, yeah, in the morning, maybe he'll, he'll make you some new rocks. So, when you go to sleep, um, you guys going to sleep around the raven tree, kind of as Winston sure. suggests? Yeah. Um, actually, most of the village does as well. It's like the one place that's green, so everybody, instead of going back to their huts, just sort of lays out in this grass that's around the raven tree, enjoying something that's alive. When you go to sleep, it is finally maybe the best that you've slept since you've set foot on this island. Um, throughout the slumber, you hear a song of wind and the rustling of leaves and the voice of a, a recently past friend who says, You came to me at the end of my story, and you helped a new friend you easily could have mistaken for an enemy. Your story, though, is still new, and I am honored to have been a part of that beginning. I pray you find friends in unlikely places. May the thorns of the earth always protect you. May the raven be ever watchful for the deaths of your foes, he says. And when you wake up in the morning, the whole village is with you under the raven tree on this little island of life surrounded by undeath and blight. Even Yohei's here. He's drawing the shape of a rice flower in the dirt in one of the bare spots of earth near the base of the thorny hedges. Rick, Mosh, and Fury are cuddled up near the opening to the village. Fury's little brother sprawled out beside her like a starfish. Melork is awake and carving a new blowgun out of a reed and whistling actually a pretty little melody. Alani, Fury's mother, cradles Setor's um, uh, feather boa in her lap, staring off toward the sunrise. Baba is still snoring and wheezing flat on her back with her palms turned down against the earth, and Winston stands tall beside the raven tree with one arm outstretched, pressing against her trunk, his roots firmly in the ground. And he's greening up again. His face is still twisted from all of the sort of great blows he received in his battle to the south. There's a little sparrow sitting on his ear, and its tail is twitching before it flies away, and he says, not the sparrow, Winston says... <laughs> Good morning, friends. We have much to discuss, he says. All right. And Rickmash kind of stirs on the ground. He says, we have much to discuss after breakfast. Oh, I like that plan better. So he jumps straight up from being prone, like straight up onto his feet, and motions for you to follow um, as he starts heading off toward the inn. Yeah. Follow? Okay. So you get in the inn, and Rickmash starts cooking up some stuff. Fury's pulling some tables together and sort of motions for you to give her a hand. Okay. Um, and he cooks up a nice meal, some fried goose eggs and salted pork and oh, rice porridge. and Salted pork. Fresh melon, courtesy of my farm, Melork says. 
and uh, some strong black tea. There's your coffee analog. Yeah. So you're all sitting at the table, just sort of eating, and uh, it's actually kind of kind of nice, I guess, as you guys have a hot meal, not on the road, with some people who are sort of kind of your new friends, I guess. Um, is there anything you want to talk about specifically at <coughs> at breakfast before moving on to anything else? Is Fury's little sibling a boy or a girl because you switched? Uh, I think it's a boy. Okay, you said it was a girl at first. Oh, okay. Okay, just curious. Um, <coughs> the, uh, the only people who aren't here, Winston and uh, Alani are not here. But everybody else came in to sort of enjoy this breakfast. And Yohei is really enjoying this breakfast, by the way. <laughs> he didn't know that somebody could put away so many goose eggs. They're pretty big. He's just got his mouth open. <laughs> and a big smile. Please shut your mouth when you chew. I hope that comes through for you, fair listeners. Oh, it does. I, I promise you. It, it does. Make sure you leave that in. I don't want to. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Date Night. I'm your friendly neighborhood game mom reminding you to be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Thanks for spreading the word about the show. We really appreciate it. If you're looking for another way to support us, you can go to our page at d8nightpodcast.com and click on the Support the Show affiliate links button in the top header on the webpage. There you can click on our Amazon or eBay links and shop for whatever you're already looking for. It doesn't cost you any more, and a small referral credit goes to help support the show, pay for hosting fees, and all the other expenses that we have. If you're a subscriber to our premium episodes, both parts to our son's birthday session are now out. If you're not a subscriber, that's fine too. Keep listening and keep sharing with your friends and family. Our next episode will be released in two weeks on May 25th. Feel free to contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at d8nightpodcast at yahoo.com. All right, let's get back to the action. Everybody has rested up, had a nice breakfast. You're not on this mission of, uh, you know, super timely importance anymore. Everything's kind of stable. I had pizza. You had pizza? Yep. No, I had goose eggs and salted pork and strong dark tea. No, you had a salad. I watched you. (laughs) That's because I can't have pizza anymore. Losers. I cast pizza. (laughs) I cast pizza. (laughs) All right, so uh, what do you want to do in sort of... uh, in town today. Is there anything you need to take care of while you're here, or do you Is anybody go? a leather worker? Um, so you have your... Oh, yeah. Displace and dad place yeah, option. Yeah, the weird blink raptors. Yes. Yeah, you could spend a little bit of time during the day turning that, fashioning that into a, a cloak. It wouldn't take that much work. Hey, Winston. I hear that urine is good for curing hides. <laughs> That's an oddly specific thing to know. <laughs> this is what happens when there's clickbait on Facebook. <laughs> um, Man, how, how do your ads look these days? <laughs> I don't have urine. I only have Winston water. I'm wondering if I use Winston water to cure this, would it give it an additional blessing? <laughs> no, it would just really smell... Oh, people would smell you coming. And he's just slowly devolving into a bad shot pottery. <laughs> slowly? Yeah. Okay, so I'll just sit there and I'll tan these smelly hides. <laughs> because it's been a few days anyway since we skinned the things. Yeah. Well, you could you can say that you've turned those hides into that cloak that I told you about. So you could wear that now if you'd like. So what you've color got, is it? 
um, orange-ish. Aww. But I'm supposed to be because camouflaged. Huh? But I'm supposed to be camouflaged, and now I have a blaze well, orange. I mean, it's not blaze orange. It's like a <laughs> ruddy brownish orange kind of color. Mine's, so like, mine's purple. <laughs> yes, but I'm the sneaky ranger person. So we've got purple and orange. Now we just need red and blue for some <laughs> Well, she's regal, and <laughs> But he's... it's going to be cloaks instead of masks. Yep. I think she picked a yellow cloak. I said she could pick what color her cape of command was. Not cloak, she had a cape. Okay. So you you can make that throughout the day. Is there anything else you guys need to do, or do you want to try to talk to people? Or Did we burn all the people? Yes, Rickmash definitely burned up everything. Okay. All right. Offer my congratulations to Fury and give her some mint. Man, I'm glad we stabilized her now. That would have felt bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, thank you, um... It's. I was trying not to tell anybody with all the troubles that we're facing us now, but um, I guess Baba Ganoush couldn't keep her mouth shut, but thanks. I'll slit her throat later. <laughs> <laughs> and showing my proficiency of survival motherhood by giving her mint. Oh, thank you. You'll need that later. Baba, he likes to give me leaves too. Did you spit on these? No. Thanks. I like it better without the spit. Yes. Okay. I'm just Believe me, it's not the worst way they can heal you. <laughs> I think she knows that. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is anything particularly need doing? Or Winston, we need to talk to Winston Hi. about the rock. Well, if you'd stop playing with your little raptor skins over there, maybe. I'm just passing time. Well, I so guess well. I, we could say you went and talked to Winston while she was working on those. If yeah, you want sure. To make that so, Winston says. Winston uh, while working. Oh, uh, hello, Darn. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's not awkward to talk to me today, after you know all the terrible things that have happened to Sator and things like that. <laughs> I, I'm really broken up. Let's not talk about it anymore. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, look, I'm very I, distraught. I'm not, I'm I, broken up about it. I do sort of ha- have an I- idea now that the raven tree and I are healthy again. You peed uh, on you too, you know. You had such a hard time coming back here, I've heard, based on the, the things you told everyone at breakfast. and uh, I think I can craft a staff that could allow you to uh, maybe get back here a little bit easier if you spend some time with me today, maybe learning how to use it. Okay. So he actually breaks a small branch off of the raven tree and sort of casts some sort of druidic type of magic on it, and he takes you over to the woods... And he finds a large tree in the woods and sort of hits the staff up against the tree and walks with you sort of arm in arm into the tree. And you appear back at the raven tree. Oh. And he says, uh, oh, it, it does work. She'll, she'll accept it. Um, we should probably show this to the ranger as well to show you how to use it. So um, after you're done sort of curing things there, Winston comes over and says, come with me, Akira, I'd like to show you something as well. So he kind of shows you this ritual, and it takes about ten minutes to perform, and after each of you give it a shot, why don't you roll some, uh, let's say our nature, nature checks. Fourteen. Okay, you're both able to perform this ritual after you sort of see all the steps that Winston has. He says, um, you'll need, um, you know, you'll need time and you'll need a large tree, large enough that you could step into in order to make it back here, but if you're able to find one, uh, you should be able to make it back to Raven Tree at any point with, uh, with your party in, in, in tow. So stay away from deserts? Usually, yes, I would advise to stay away from deserts. Or the ocean. They're desolate places. Um, so deserted, 
things like that. It's sandy. It gets everywhere in between your bark and it gets in your Winston water. It's terrible. Um, this is also a plus one quarterstaff. It's called the branch of the um, raven tree. Did he just make one? He made one, so figure that out what you want to do. Um, it's a ten-minute ritual casting. Involving a rain dance and much chanting. Um, it's a plus one quarterstaff. That's plus one to hit and plus one damage. But I don't know if either of you are going to be using a quarterstaff. I have a hammer. Yeah. I have a quarterstaff. Well, this one's better. This one's plus one. So who's going to take it? I'll carry the ring to Mordor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you have it so you can do this ritual. Don't die. Otherwise, I'm stealing it. I can feel the caring coming across. Don't die. I'll have to take your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> While you guys are sort of doing this with Winston and you appear back at the Raven Tree one of these times, uh, Alani is sitting under the tree as you walk out of the, of the Raven Tree. Um, she says... Oh, that's that's a nifty trick. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> I've been looking at sort of this path that you've made here, and she points to the grayness around the town, and she says, it seems to have been from the stone, but it also looks different than the other blight around, she says. And you guys actually recall seeing a similar type of undeath in the field that was surrounding that creepy scarecrow before. So as you inspect this grayness, you see that it is sort of a, a different blight. Melork, who's also there, who was sort of there with Alani, uh, says that even the blight north of the river is different still from either the blight of uh, the south, or the little bit that has sort of formed along the trail that you guys have taken. Um, he says this new third blight, which is an undeath, seems to be slowly receding uh, now that the stone has been cleansed, but the other two seem to be unaffected. So it looks like your path from the temple of the first land is slowly uh, starting to uh, rejuvenate, but do we just still, around the edges. Do we still see the mountain? Um, yeah, you you could see the mountain from Raven Tree before. Like, it's visible. But, I mean, but like, it doesn't feel like you're you know, in its shadow oppressive. anymore. Okay. It's not as cold or anything like that. Um, but the land is still sort of gray, but it's sort of green around <clears> the edges, maybe. Because that area you were walking through was unblighted before your journey. Winston suggests uh, you might want to discover uh, the, what, why they're different. Uh, I don't know why this, this third blight type was someplace that existed w- without the stone being there. Or could be some type of clue as to what the black hands are using on these stones. I, I know you've also sort of said that Second temple has been cursed, and I've walked across Kokiku River to the Kama Creek and see that it is it is fouled in the river south of here, or I should it's south uh, east of here is sort of becoming fouled as well. So I don't know if you might be able to stop what's happening at the at the second temple, but I I don't know how to cleanse such a thing, even if you were to go there. Don't know what it is that you should do. But there are sort of many paths for you now. <laughs> do you know who may know how to cleanse the stones? Um, perhaps, uh, you know, Sator may have known, but if he did, he seemed to take that answer with him. I've communed with the raven tree and she does not seem to understand the undeath that is around here. Um, but it seems that that undeath is, is fading from maybe the power of Sator's last sort of act. Um, 
I feel inclined to let the undeath light be. And maybe either go figure out what's going on with Kip in the east or figure out what's going on with the Crystal Lakes. With the Aminated people, except you don't want to run into... Well, let's not go back there. Um, And he says that if if it is that, you know, you want to uh, figure out what's uh, polluting sort of the land to the north of here, that probably has something to do with with the second temple. If the Black Hands have corrupted that as well, um, it may be that figuring out how they corrupted this stone that you brought here and made this blight of undeath may help you discover sort of who or how they have corrupted the second stone and how you might undo it. That sounds like... That <clears throat> that sounds like it's worth a shot. So head to the second temple? Aye. Does that mean we have to pass everything yet again? <laughs> no, that was... That was a different mountain. No, it's that mountain. Oh, never mind. You, you'd go back the mountain? way you were, you were just at. That was on the other side of the base of that mountain. We sort of killed everything twice. <laughs> so, other than some, I think like you know what they say: three third or four times the charm. And a bugbear. I think. You, <laughs> you forget who her GM is. Yeah, GM. Is the plan to see what's corrupting the second temple, or? Sure. Are you coming with us? No, I <sighs> vowed to protect the Raven Tree. I can no longer leave this place. You just don't want to do the voices. I don't mind this voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'll come with you! And he's just standing uncomfortably close behind you like you didn't even know he was there. (laughs) (laughs) Very well. At least until the Grease Wizard comes back. You have a habit of disappearing when he comes by. I don't like him! (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you. Well, lads, I mean... (laughs) Can't say I blame you for that one either. It's his chaps. They're kind of off-putting. <laughs> I. I. <laughs> it's just so round. Let's not speak ill of the missing. Okay. But he's weird. <laughs> I mean, that's not ill. That's just the truth. <laughs> so, just going to start heading out. I. Stock back up, restock all my... Non-counted arrows. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Refill And they'll my... definitely give you sort of the things that you need for rations and that around town. Refill my healer's kit with some spit leaves. So you're going to start heading out? I Let's do that then. Wait, it's almost evening, right? We can we can rest and start first thing in the morning. You can wait till the morning if you want. I'm just hoping for a longer day. Yeah. Wait, no, I'm not. Wait, maybe I am. Is it better to have... Less time to rest, or more space to run into things. Anyways, let's go. Okay. I rolled a one. Are you waiting or going? Either way, let's pretend like we're going because we're at full health and everything. Okay. Is it in the morning or that day? Let's wait for the morning. Okay. In the morning, somebody actually shows up to Raven Tree. And it's a recognizable goblin named Melaleg. Melaleg! Another goblin, a male goblin. He's not here. I just want you to know that. I'm trying to think of what her voice was at all. Uh, Who's not here? Who's not here? That little gnome. Oh, uh, that's fine. Um, I hope it's not weird that I took you up on your invitation to uh, come to Raven Tree. I. This is my brother, I, uh, Daffleg. Do you still have a turtle? Um, a, a turtle? Daff? You, how do you know Daff, about Daff's turtle? Because I listened to these episodes. I mean, uh, because uh, he was trying, he picked up a turtle when he was going to give him his bag. Yeah, um, he's not great at giving people their bags. That's why uh, we kind of 
skedaddled out of Slaver's Bay. He lost his job. and Obscure uh, reference to episode one. <laughs> that was quite a pull. Again, I listened to these episodes <laughs> multiple times. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're... I, I don't know exactly what skills, you know, we have to offer here in, in the town, but uh, we'd be more than willing to, to work. So uh, we're going to... Uh, we've already talked to... Um, Rick Mosh, and he's kind of uh, sent us to uh, go over and, and speak to your, your town elder, Alani. All right, sounds good. Okay. So they just keep... Welcome to Raven Tree! ...walking over to um, where the Raven Tree is and where Alani is. Cue okay. the musical number. Cue the musical number. I brought a turtle. I brought it here. It's my <laughs> best friend. <laughs> And I'm the one complaining about him singing. <laughs> okay, so continuing on. All right, so you head out of town, and you follow the same path that you were following before. You don't have to already start rolling. <laughs> you get Amy's I have to build up my luck. Yeah. The first thing you get back to is over by the graveyard, and you see the dead um, grave digger zombie on the ground with his shovel laying there. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the graveyard, roll a perception check. 16, do I see the panther? The panther was dead. The other things were eating it. Yes. And they are laying there dead uh, mm -hmm. next to the panther now. Do they look like their decomposition has progressed? <laughs> I mean, they were already... These were ones that had sort of come out of the ground. They had already started decomposing before... I know, but has it progressed since the last time we saw them? You saw them, you know, eating a panther from across the road, so I don't know that you'd be able to really tell any difference. Let's, just, let's just keep going. I'm just hoping that they're dead. Yeah. Okay, okay keep walking, and I keep checking over my shoulder. Okay. Um, by nightfall, you make it back over to the bridge. Okay. And you have not sort of encountered anything at this point. I think I have a nervous twitch now. <laughs> Lassies first. I'm going to walk very slowly and delicately. Okay. Shall we tie ropes to each other? Aye. Okay. Can I have some rope too? Oh yeah, he's here. <laughs> Still here, right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> here you go, lad. Here's some rope. It's hard to get it around my big round body. <laughs> tie it to a limb. I'm not a tree. No, one of your arms or your... Oh, your language is so weird. Okay, I'll tie it around my arm. Why didn't you say arm? <laughs> because you need two hands Do to trees tie have it. arms? <laughs> I walk know. across the bridge carefully. Me too! Right behind you! But he's shiny. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Bad. Well, what am I adding to it? Survival? Dexterity. Oh, dexterity? I'm doing okay. I rolled a three. <laughs> oh, darn. It's my turn. You step on one of those loose uh, planks and your leg goes through. Roll a strength save to see if you can hang on. Do I need to roll a strength save so I can hang on? Please, what did you roll? I rolled a ten. You're fine. Do I add modifiers? But he's tied to, to me. Strength? Your strength modifier. Oh, so Nineteen. You're hanging on right now like dangling with just your bottom half through the bottom. You've got both your both your arms kind of like up to your armpits almost um, holding on. Little help. Oh, yeah, here, let me give you a hand there. Um, I tie my rope to the post at the end of the bridge. Ow, you're too heavy. Can I try to get myself out? Sorry, I, see ya! <laughs> can I try to get myself out? Why can't I move? You're oh. tied to me, you oh. great lomax. Okay, um... I'm I'm not strong enough. Can I try to get myself out? Go for it. You're tied to a post. Thirteen plus seventeen. You're back on your feet. Okay. All right. Let's, let's keep you going and Calman re-roll, I guess, to try and go across. Yeah, Sixteen. I, I got a nineteen. Calman just sort of rolls across. <laughs> okay. You guys are back on the other side of the bridge, and you see three dead knolls, a dead traveler, and a ruined, dead, bugbear body. And the dead traveler is mostly eaten. Yeah. Any of his bags look untouched? There are some bags there. 
Let's check the bags, and I'll I'll, I'll check the null bodies for anything. Okay. I'll use the, a stick to pry. Try you don't them. find anything on the null bodies. They had kind of had their stuff removed by the knolls before they left, and you guys have looted the bugbear previously. Mm-hmm. But you can uh, you can loot the traveler. Roll a d six. Four. Okay. You found um, some just basically some nice stuff. Like little trinket boxes and things, totaling 40 gold. Okay. So junk value 40 gold. And it is... You can see the moon has sort of risen, the sun has set. Hey, Steve! Now it's... Steve is a new... uh, New phase at this point, but the other moon is uh, three quarters. Or, no, it's it's even bigger than that. It's a... Waning gibbous. That's waxing gibbous. No, it was just full, so oh. it, it's waning now. Okay. <laughs> moon talk. These are Welcome to Moon Talk, <laughs> where it's all talk about moons 24 hours a day. You're too loud. And also Steve. Hey, Steve! <laughs> yes, that will happen all the time and it drives our kid nuts when he plays. Do you Minecraft. want to keep traveling through the night or do you want to rest? Nervously rest. I'll, I'll keep a watch. Okay, he's oh, robotic. Yeah, sure. yeah, go for it. I don't like being called robotic. Gear person. That's nicer. Thank you for not being so racist. What would you like to be called? I'm Calvin Coggles, dash six. No, I mean... Pleasure to meet your acquaintance. I got it right! <laughs> <laughs> don't die, please. I mean, what... Unless what, I can have that quarter stuff. What would your... your... Species be? I'm a Modron. 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 Okay. What kind of creature is that? It's a Modron. We hail from the plane of Mechanus. So you're mechanical. Yeah, but I'm not a robot. I'm like a real boy. I think for myself. Okay, let's go to sleep now. This this no good is coming from. Yes, please go to sleep. I love it when you're asleep. I'm really nervous about this. Sleep's so just looking at you so expectantly. <laughs> you want some liquor? No, I've got my own bottle oh, okay. and it's about half empty at this point. Should I sing you a lullaby? No. I just fell asleep. Be oh. quiet, lad. Okay. There's one big eye moving back and forth between the two of you. You can see it because it kind of creaks just the tiniest bit when it moves. You have grease. Give it to him. Juan, how about you look outward? Watch out for threats. Oh! Maybe not stare directly at us, but but more watchful for things. I was just going to make sure you didn't stop breathing. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, so watch out for uh, bad guys? I or panthers, or anything that... I don't have dark vision, but I'll try. Okay. Just maybe keep the fire stoked or something, so that you can see a little bit further. Okay. Gonna go to sleep now, lad. Alright. When you wake up in the morning, Kalman has put torches all the way around your camp. He's got... I don't... You don't even know where he got them from, but he went and gathered, like, logs and pitch... And grease and everything during the night, and he's put like twenty of these torches all around your camp so that he could see. Well, Check good morning. Ba- he listened. Check your bag and make sure your grease is still there. And my torches. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I don't know about good yet. That was a long one. Oh yes, it was a long rest. Yeah. Are you ready to go? I, I suppose. <laughs> all right. I actually kind of miss Grease Wizard right now. He just starts get, gathering up his torches. Look at the right side, Lass. At least this one doesn't just throw fireballs off into the forest and try to... Make Milla leg, Milla no leg. Woo every gnome that, or every goblin that comes his way. I just want to be helpful. Aye. And he's at least somewhat helpful. Isn't he? It's a, it's a mo, mo, Modron. I'm a Modron. Modron. He's a Modron. Just go with it, lass. But is it a he or a 
<laughs> I don't want to ask those kinds of questions. Let's just accept it and move on with our lives. So he's walking behind you, carrying like 20 torches like a bundle of firewood, and he's really happy to be moving along. So he's just kind of bouncing. <laughs> and off we go. Hi, I'm Aaron. Thanks for listening to Date Night. Please subscribe, um, and share, I guess. And rate and review our podcast and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Date Night Podcast. Bye, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>